Welcome back inside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center, everyone. Three days, Tim. How you feeling? I'm feeling fine, man. I'm, shoot, I'm hitting the golf ball farther than I ever hit it. Uh, football season's right around the corner. Uh, what's there to be batting down about? We're we're pretty excited, if you can't tell. There's three days until football starts. Uh, Ohio State Notre Dame, 7:30, in a building couple blocks from here. Uh, we're inside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center right now. We just talked to quite a few Buckeyes. Um, Tim Jackson-Smith and Jigba, Luke Whippler, uh, Tommy Eichenberg, a couple others uh, of note, of repute, as you like to say. Yeah. Um, bottom line is these guys are ready. These guys are focused and these guys are, are locked in like a laser on Notre Dame and on everything. I think one of the interesting things is just how there's no, not much trash talk. There's not much, no. uh, you know, fire going around as far as like, you know, they're These not going to like they have something to prove. I mean, as opposed to uh, expecting rose petals at their feet as they talk, take the field on Saturday. I mean, they know they they fell short of their expectations a year ago, but almost all those guys are back. I mean, that's why, especially on the defensive side, that's why you have this certain energy. Uh, this eagerness to get the season going because yeah. they've been putting in nine months of just solid work followed by a preseason camp that you understand was pretty grueling. As Kate Stover said, every time they could have pads on, they had pads on yep. in this preseason camp. It's been a hot, hot preseason camp. And, uh, and yeah, they're fired up because, number one, they, they got a point to prove. Uh, and, number two, they're playing Notre Dame. You said it way better than I did, Tim. Um, I was trying to get to that point. You said it much better, much more concise than I did. It seems like you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, I've been doing it for a while, but uh, that has nothing to do with it. Nothing's <laughs> given, as Ryan Day would say. doesn't matter what you did. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? So I'm going to highlight one guy, and then I'll have you highlight one guy that we talked to. Uh, maybe that's just how we'll do this Wednesday thing, because there's a lot of guys that we talked to, and it, it's kind of hard to decipher who to talk about. I'm, yeah. I'm going to talk about Luke Whipler because this offensive line, we talked to Paris Johnson yesterday. Um, this offensive line definitely has something to prove, maybe even more so – than the defense because if we look at the defense, the defense as a whole last year was just bad. Um, but the problem- No, it wasn't bad all all day. It was bad when it needed to be good. That's true. Yeah. But the, the thing about the offensive line that's interesting to me, and I asked Luke Whipler about it, and I'll get to that, is this was the best offense in the country. No questions asked. Uh, no, no buts, ifs, ands about it. This was the best offense in the country. Or was it? Yet the offensive line feels like it let everything down. It let so many people down. It didn't get the job done in short yarded situations. It didn't do what it needed to do. In the big in, games. In the biggest games of the season. So I asked Luke Whipler, um, I said, you know, is it hard to figure out that you had, that you didn't reach your potential as an offensive line? Was it hard to figure out, you know, that you came up short? And he said, no, it wasn't at all because we didn't hoist that big trophy at the end of January. That tells you where the expectations are for this offensive line. Yeah. And the offensive line feels like the reason they didn't win a national title was because of them. Now, I will argue it was because of the defense. I think everyone in this building other than the offensive line will argue the same thing. But those guys truly believe that they simply were not good enough last year. And then you add that to the comments made by one of the Notre Dame defensive tackles that they're the strongest bat, bat ass whatever on the in the country yeah um that's made the bulletin boards here in the woody hayes athletic center especially for those offensive linemen and uh luke whippler looked like he was a a ticked off individual tonight i'm pretty excited to see what this offensive line does on, on saturday well yeah but here's you know and the point he was the point you were making he was making was this this team averaged 40 we talked about this the other day this team averaged 45 or whatever points a game 47 points a game led the nation in scoring but not in the two games they lost yeah they didn't come close to 40 for to that to that number in other words the point is 
no matter what your defense is doing, when you've got the football, go score with the football. And that's where they fell short in those two games especially. I know it's bugged Ryan Day forever. I was asking Jackson Smith and Jigba the same, the same question is, you know, they, they want to be the most explosive big-time team in the country this year offensively. And, uh, and uh, you know, where can you get better? Just basically be more consistent, especially in the big games. Uh, and that's, that's what they're looking forward to possibly proving on Saturday against Notre Dame, which you know they think is going to be a decent defense. According to that defensive lineman, they're going to be some Fs in there, right? Uh, yeah, I think some MFs in there. I think there. he used some MFs in there. Uh, but we'll see where that goes. But yeah, is they led the nation in total offense last year, Ohio State did, and still has something to prove offensively, a place to improve. Yeah. And uh, so, and that's so when you get to the guy that I was interested in talking to you today, it was Travion Henderson. Travion Henderson came on like a like a like a meteor last year. By the way, meteorites burn up. I don't know if people know that or not. But he came on like a meteor last year, and and then but then at certain times had to step out, step away from the action. Things got a little bit grueling. I mean, he got banged up and stuff. Uh, he's looking forward. He looks like a bigger, stronger version of himself. He's very fired up about getting this season underway. Uh, he and Mayan Williams both. I mean, Mayan Williams I thought was was a huge reason why they came back and won that Rose Bowl last year because he got things ignited on that offense. I told him that as he was leaving a while ago. And uh, so uh, uh, Travion really likes that one-two punch with this revitalized, uh, reset offensive line that really looks like a real offensive line with two guys that look like guards and two guys that look like tackles. And then Luke Whippler, who I think could be maybe the best center in the country this year. I think he's a little bit underrated under some radars. I would agree. But uh, but yeah, that's what I took from this. And obviously the defense knows they're coming out in that new Jim Knowles uh, uh, 425 defense with the Leo. Who We may not even see the Leo or the Jack, whatever you want to call it. Who knows what they'll throw at uh, Notre Dame. But obviously they've got a point to prove. I think it's interesting, Tim, because in the last eight months, all we've wanted to talk about is the defense and how it could improve. And it seems like as the week has gone on now and we've gotten closer to game time, the focus is starting to shift away from what's Ohio State's defense going to be able to do. And now the biggest question of this game is, how's Notre Dame going to stop Ohio State's offense? Well, if, if projections and uh, conversations we've had and the confidence level of this offense has anything to say about it, there's going to be nothing Notre Dame can do to stop this offense, and that, <laughs> that but but that's you know what I, you know what I'm no, trying I'm to say. Like, like I, I Ohio know. State's offense is as confident as I've ever seen it. Yeah. With 2019, you had an all everything quarterback in Justin Fields, and he returned in 2020. I, I didn't hear them talk as confidently as this offense has. Last year, there were two obvious clear-cut first-round picks at wide receiver and a five-star running back. With with the new quarterback, they were not as confident as they are this year. This is the most confident. I have ever heard a single unit at Ohio State in this Ohio State offense. So if you take that known quantity, yeah, and you take the the quality of what we saw from this offense a year ago, yeah, it is going to be very difficult to see a scenario in this game where Ohio State does not put up points in into the 30s because you just know that they're going to throw out everything they can to make sure they're the best offense possible from the word go on Saturday night. Yeah. But you know, you got to figure they did the same thing as Michigan. You know, yeah, tried no, to be no. the best offense but, on the field. But they were. But here's my point. I mean, yeah, they want to be. They're confident. They want to be competent. I mean, meaning every, every snap. No, as, as Jackson Smith and Jigba said, no matter who you're playing, go out there and play like you're the number one offense in the country. Yep. Show everybody. You know, it's kind of like going to a, a talk show or a, a, some kind of, a, a, you know, Broadway show. And remember the Seinfeld episode? No, Bette Midler. 
You know, there were a couple yeah. of times when Bette Midler didn't show up, you know, in the, in the, in, in, for Ohio State last year. They want to be Bette Midler every, every game this year. They want to show up with their A game. And uh, it's, uh, to me, that's what's, what's cool about this team is uh, it's loaded with great players. There is no doubt about it. Just watch these guys, just watch these guys walk by you. You go, there's a great athlete. Now is it going to turn into that magic, uh, like uh, like Jim Trust and I were talking about? Sometimes those big time championship teams almost come out of nowhere. But what has to happen is that chemistry, that magic, also has to be in the air, and you just get the sense that this team is ready to at least go out there and try some tricks, without a doubt, on Saturday. Put some put some magic tricks out there and see if they work. Yeah, Tim, and I think uh, Seinfeld references aside, which I fully endorse. To be clear. Okay. Uh, you know, the intern at Channel 10 does it, but go ahead. <laughs> All of the talk about this defense is finally going to be answered, you know, answered, unveiled, however you want to say it. The red carpet will be rolled out for these guys to finally show what they can do. But this offense has been kind of under the radar, as weird as that is to say. You know, all the focus has been on the defense. The offense has just been going to work and making sure they were doing, taking care of business and yeah. trying to be, stay the number one. I think it might be country. a little bit folly. I mean, you know, like, like Ryan Day said many times, no matter what you did last year, it's a new group. It's a new group. It's a new team. You got to go out there and prove it this year, because there are new people in new places. There are new faces arising, etc. But I'll tell you what, like you were just talking about about the confidence. I've watched that uh, Fiesta Bowl. You know, Oklahoma State should have thrown the ball every play. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, that was how tough it was for Notre Dame to stop that passing offense once, once Oklahoma State got rolling. This is maybe the best passing offense in the country. You know, I hear Marcus Freeman talk about it. I mean, this stack of receivers, the list just goes on and on at Ohio yeah. State. He knows that's what they're dealing with. They may be playing four or five save, four or five cornerbacks on, on Saturday just to stay, just to stay healthy, or not healthy, but just to stay not winded. And uh, so that's that's the challenge for, for Notre Dame is going against this offense. And because it can hit you in every different way you can think of, you have that feeling with this revamped offensive line and these running backs that are a year older, a year wiser, and definitely bigger and faster. Two things before we get out of here, Tim, uh, that Ohio State has to do against Notre Dame's defense when Ohio State has the ball. Um, you got to know where Isaiah Foskey is. That is a an All-American type defensive end. Paris Johnson, Dewan Jones, as good as they are, will have their hands full. Oh yeah. And uh, the only time C.J. Stroud truly struggled last year was when he was under pressure. If you keep him upright and keep him clean, he will throw for. Three, four hundred yards. That's that's we. The sample size is big enough. We know that to be true. Okay. And then Brandon Joseph, the, the safety, who was a freshman All-American at Northwestern, yeah. had the one-handed interception on Justin Fields yes. in the 2020 Big Ten really Championship Really good game, player. Is a phenomenal player who can run the entire length of the field, uh, you know, the width of the field, and really make quarterbacks pay if they even blink with their eyes uh, in the, the wrong direction. And he has seen this act before. And, but but the thing about C.J. Stroud is. We've talked to some safeties. They believe he's he's good at manipulating them with his eyes. That's one thing he's got to be really good at Saturday. If Ohio State does those two things, I do think this offense will be able to get its points. I don't know how you feel. I don't want to speak for you, but that's that's just where We're I see We're not doing this. predictions now. No, not but, yet. Not yet. But, no, I think <clears throat> I think this offense does score. <clears throat> Whether it gets to the 40s or not, I expect it to get to the 40s. We'll see if Notre Dame can, can play uh, keep up. That's it for Wednesday night in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center, the first one of the regular season. Uh, Tim and I will be in the, inside the horseshoe, easy for me to say, on Saturday night as the Buckeyes take on Notre Dame, 7.30 on ABC if you can't make it to town. Uh, full coverage coming on lettermanrow.com Thursday, Friday, end of the game. Matt Parker's going to have recruiting 
uh, big, big visitors list. Uh, we'll chronicle all of that at lettermanrow.com as well. Make and sure by you the way, check out my Urban's Take. Our Urban's yeah, Take this Urban's week. Take. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty good. Go ahead now. It, you know, get some, I think you guys do game picks and break down well, some no, things. Yeah, we, we kind of pick games a little bit, but it's more of just pick his brain. I mean, about what Ryan Day and Marcus Freeman are going through leading yep. up to this ridiculous opener. First time, like you pointed out, first time that uh, Ohio State has faced another top five opponent in a season opener where they're both in the top five and so much is at stake right off the bat. So Urban Stake on the On3 YouTube channel, the Letterman Row YouTube channel is a great place to get Ohio State information. And you know, we'll be there talking about it all at the Letterman Lounge and the message board on lettermanrow.com. So make sure you check us out, subscribe there, subscribe wherever you see Letterman Row. We'll see you guys inside the horseshoe on Saturday night.